Hi everybody, welcome to Autism News Podcast, where this podcast will be discussing about the research of music and autism from personal experience in education and in the music business with all people alike. So yeah, um, I just want to record this episode as an introduction to this podcast of like coming from personal experience, like myself being the in high functioning autistic spectrum, uh, being diagnosed at the age of six. So yeah, the um there is a lot of people out there in the autistic spectrum who um, got inspired into music in all, all different genres alike, like myself being a um, mainly a blues musician who who's uh, composed in different genres. But at the moment, I'm freelance in production and in composition as well, mainly just to promote myself as a musician and, and producer. So yeah, the um, I'm also in the process of composing new songs for, an al- for a couple of albums I've got coming up. Uh, Sunset album, which is basically like a uh, a pop rock album that uh, talks about a lot of the personal experience and interest in, in relation to autism as well. And the um, Rush album as well. In fact, in fact, there's like a two of the compositions from that are from the um, assignments I did for university, but the acts of uh, I thought were um, really good for promoting my music. So yeah, it's uh, it's also progressive rock, instrumental and it's uh but yeah it's uh they're still in the process of um recording them all the songs that are needed for this uh for both these albums so yeah um i was like i said i was diagnosed with autism at the age of six and uh, i barely spoke any word of english at all well being born in english so i didn't want to like make it sound sarcastic there but so, yeah i um uh, i couldn't speak i um uh, i couldn't think either because uh, i i also struggled understanding um people with uh, people on their sense of humor and how they interact with other people showing emotions like do they really love each other and um, other like relations to romance or uh, social social activities and many more and years later I got into the um, into music I started playing keyboard at say age of uh, seven or eight I think it was and I started liking it uh, I started taking lessons at Our Lady's Primary School over in Edgeley at Stockport Town Centre, and I really liked it. It was really good fun. In fact, I I learned some some basic knowledge of music theory at the same time. And then when it came to high school at the age of 11, I think I think I turned, I got into the playing electric guitar. And my first my first electric guitar is the guitar behind me, the uh, Les Paul copy, which is actually a vintage V100, which is basically a, a copy of a Les Paul. And then I started playing different covers and I started like learning fast as well. Cause like when I started taking guitar lessons, I was learning really well. I, uh, I just like visualize what my choice was doing and then just like copy it as best I can, like up to perfection. And then I started practicing by myself and got into the habit of, uh, playing, playing all musical genres alike, but mainly, mainly rock and roll music and metal music because I, I grew up listening to them ever since I was a kid because my dad and his two brothers were um, heavy metal fans. Like my my own, my dad's eldest brother was a fan of uh, Judas Priest and other progressive rock bands like Yes, uh, Genesis, and uh, and other progressive rock bands alike. In fact, uh, and also his friends from school they they also like. Um, listens to heavy muscle music as well and, and progressive rock too so yeah um then i went over to college uh, in fact uh because i uh 
back in high school, I was only just started to communicate well with others. In fact, understanding their sense of humor and uh, learn more about music as well. Like the um, understanding the musical textures, structures, and uh, melodical content as well, like how it works. The uh, the fundamentals of like understanding the um, the whole production analysis as well as just uh, basic uh, understanding of music. And back at the time, I didn't have these glasses on either. In fact, it's uh, I've only just found out I had uh, mild dyslexia, which I thought it's um, I think that was the reason why I wasn't really uh, basic. Uh, had a had a bit of a more difficulty understanding like when i was reading basically then when it came to college i um i started taking a level one course in um music performance and technology and i really loved it it was a basic understanding of like the um, whole production and production area like in sound engineering too and i started liking it and i uh start understanding like how it really works in the in this industry but uh, i didn't really gain um professional experience in, in practice but so uh, yeah but the learning was really worth it i really loved the uh the tutors there they've been really really supportive and helpful and advisable too and um my uh, knowledge of music theory really increased as well i was i was really um blessed with such kind and great grateful people and they've been really supportive and really they've been really inspiring too and then um when I started doing my undergrad degree at Salford, it was uh, it was uh, quite it, it was quite frightening at first because I was I was uh, starting university. I was quite quiet and shy, and uh, I didn't know how to uh, interact with other people really well. In fact, it was uh, it was quite scary at the time. But then I got used to the um, people surrounding me and uh, became close friends with them. And um, what I didn't know at the time was that the, um, they were already trying to, well, a lot of them were really experienced musicians and uh, sound engineers too. And I, with me, I was, um, I was inexperienced. I didn't have like experience outside of university, but I was, I was only learning. Um, then I graduated with a second class degree in division one. Uh, but yeah, finding experience in the music industry is really challenging. In fact, um say if you're like a musician for example and you want to promote yourself first in composition like myself and producing music at home it's um yeah you can you can use logic um avid software like Sibelius, pro tools they uh they are really um really great websites but well, well, no software software sorry um to write your music and produce it on um Ultra professional standard but there's like the only downside is it, it does cost a lot of money but logic logic on the other hand is just you just buy the software and it's yours to keep forever um uh, MuseScore as well just like sibelius like it's free but you keep it forever and you don't need to pay anything um also the uh the only like experience i had gained from university like as i thought was like semi-professional i, I worked with the band sugarstone once um recording a live to two track for one of the singles called Mr. Nine um, with another sound engineer named Jack Twist. And we worked really well together. And I was really uh, happy I did did work with Sugarstone for the very first time in my life. And then um, 
I worked with a Latin pop singer named uh, Jose Mesa, who was, uh, I thought was a really great guy. Uh, he was a really great friend of mine. And um, we had really great chats together. In fact, he was, uh, he was really, um, he was a really talented musician, both in Latin pop music and salsa music. And, uh, and he could play other genres really well too. And he was great sax player and, and bass player too. And, and a guitarist, he's great too. Um, then I worked with a, um, with a music composer who was a solfa student in um, undergrad and an MA called uh, King Arosa. And we did a we did a um, radio drama together. I was a sound engineer um, editing the soundtrack, uh, the voice edits and the um, and structuring the music. And we also um, worked with like great voice actors and uh, and. The radio drama I had to play back with it. It was it sounded really great. It's uh, also the um, the, if you look on the um on YouTube, the uh, the radio drama is called the uh, the mystery of West Point, and it's um, it'll be under the name King Rosa on YouTube. But the, all the links will be in the description box below, so feel free to have a look at that at any time. So yeah, um, for all my um my uh musical content, all the um links will be in the description box below. So feel free to take a look at it and uh give you thoughts comments and uh likes dislikes and the many more and, and i'd really be, be grateful to leave if you left, left a comment on my uh on my music to see what you think so yeah um but what i want to talk about next is the um is uh finding work in the music business because i know it's uh it is a really struggling uh, business to get to because it's um making a career out of it can be really difficult unless you um make it reliable by really pushing yourself out there and trying to like get other people's attention because like i said i've really struggled with the um the communication and like negotiating with other people because i'm uh well being autistic i am i am um really quiet and qu quite shy at times but uh but now i'm trying to get into the habit of like really pushing myself out there and um negotiate with other people meet making new connections alike and uh also um making the decision of like recording other venues as venues as well because my friend who uh owns habitat studios named samuel Keane, who is uh he, he is a really great guy in fact he's uh he's um he he has got great knowledge in music production as well but he mainly records like multi-tracks on uh with um recording with logic or pro tools and he's uh he's worked with so many great people ever since he started his career um but yeah uh session musicianship as well it's uh it's um i remember applying to um work for piano cruises one time um trying to find work as a session musician but sadly they, they knocked me back because of my lack of experience and so uh, it nowadays you have to like um be more patient in finding employment in the music music side and just um trying to find another way because that's what it's really what it's really all about because if you um feel like really emotional about it saying you've not got the job there's there's uh but there's always another way so it's easy just keep your chin up and and keep up with hope because that's what it's all really all about and if you get the opportunity the next time then you definitely you definitely go in places but um, but if you give up, it's uh, it's pointless really because you need to uh, 
really get yourself out there. Like I said earlier, it's, uh, that's what it's really all about when it uh, comes to the, finding work in the music business. So yeah, thanks for thanks very much for your time today. It's um, I really hope this uh, video finds you well and hope you learned a lot from the um, how music and autism works in the uh, come from personal experience in the uh, education and work in the music business. So yeah, the um, we'll be um, we'll be doing. We'll be filming more videos on a regular basis. We'll be uh, we'll be finding more candidate candidates in the uh, in the meantime. But if you have like any um, any questions or comments about the uh, how music and autism works in relation to like any psychological um, areas in in therapy as well, that's um, another subject I'll be um, talking about in music music as well. Yeah, feel free to give, give me a comment and uh, we'll discuss a bit further about the uh, the whole subject. Thanks for your time, guys. I really hope you enjoy this video and I'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.